His Great House, the Home of Peace. Hello everyone, my name is Paul Oyeusi, and I'm not your host for today, actually. What are we talking about? Eh? Please, do your work. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to Pod Peace on Delivery. I was actually opening our almost today. I wanted my amazing passport to hold, but here we are anyways. And this is episode 5. Welcome to episode 5. And like I will always say, if you have not listened to the previous episodes, 1, 2, 3, 4, please go back and listen to episodes 1, through to 4. Amazing episodes, beautiful conversations, insightful conversations. And of course, as usual, today we are going to be talking about something really 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 interesting and the people in the studio with me need no introduction we have pfm and we have peel following we'll see like he has already introduced himself how are you guys doing yeah as well. always very well. very well thank you how you doing very well very well is that all i'm very well <laughs> what is? is that all that's all www that's all it's been an interesting day and I'm looking forward to the conversation. I hope we'll have a conversation. You don't want to tell the audience that you just ate Amala yeah, as well. Nothing, nothing oh, yeah, nothing. No, no. <laughs> Sorry? Yeah, I just had four apps. <laughs> four apps. Yes, and I had found it, yeah. And fun fact, we are all feeling sleepy, but yeah. We are we are here. I'm here by the strength <laughs> of the Holy Ghost. Okay, so today, very big question. Today's topic is a question. All right. Can you really cast out demons? Or can I really cast out demons as a believer? Very important question. In the month of October at his great house, we treated the topic uh, called to ministry. <clears throat> and it was like ministry beyond the fivefold. And in one of the messages, I think it was part one, was it part one or part two? I can't remember. You know, PFM said that one of the barest minimum, one of the barest minimum uh, of things that you can do as a believer or as a minister is to cast out demons. To be honest, when I heard that, I was like, wait, what? So you're telling me that I can come in contact with Ayama Tanga and, you know, just ask her to come out in the name of Jesus and, you know, she just comes out. That is not something that every believer believes in. People feel like you have to have a special deliverance gift to be able to cast out demons. So today, we are going to be answering that question. Can I really, really cast out demons? And if you're saying that I can really cast out demons, how? What qualifies me to be able to cast out demons? Uh, what do I need to do? Where do I need to be to be able to cast out demons? So, that is the question. Who wants to answer first? The preacher of the message. <laughs> 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 Alright, okay. So that my pastor can actually run off. <laughs> if, I, if I miss it somewhere, he will just shock it for me. Alright, so, thank you very much for that question. And um, we want to know if we can... Um, cast out demons as a believer? Um, my answer would be yes. As a believer, every believer have the um, power, the ability to cast out demons. You know, um, it's just like, um, let me put it this way. The fact that you, you are born again qualifies you to walk in the power of the Spirit. Salvation, like our pastor taught us, you know, salvation qualifies you for Everything in God, 
that's the first step. Once you are saved, then now what you now need to do is now um, start um, working out your salvation. So one, if you keep working out your salvation, then you start coming into some dimensions, start coming into some, some territories. So the fact that um, some people are afraid as a believer, probably because of wrong doctrine that they have been fed with. But yeah. if you are taught right, um, naturally, the son of an herbalist knows that he can do some dangerous things. Yeah. So why should a believer be yeah. afraid? No, no, I blame that on Hollywood. <laughs> you when know, you've seen a lot of um, uh, what's all those what are they called? So many of those Ojuju movies, Ojuju Kalaba, <laughs> you know, and those things eventually go to our subconscious yes, mind, they and they start reorienting us on how to behave, and then, and we don't have a lot of movies teaching us on how, on the power of the yeah. power of the Holy Spirit in the believer. So I think that people, you need to start looking into that into that into that yeah. territory. So a believer naturally, long story short. If my pastor shares more, because he's going to blow us today, I know. <laughs> they never have the power to cast out demons. Okay, okay. So, you know, while we are, we are talking about can I really cast out demons, we're also going to touch about um, other things that you can, you have the authority or the power to do as a believer. There are a lot of things that believers don't think that they have the capacity to do. And we really do have the capacity to do those Definitely. things. A lot of believers believe they need to have like a special gift to do certain things. And we're going to get to that. So, Pifem, can I really cast out the words? Okay. No so more fail. <laughs> I think you already, you already did a good introductory uh, introduction to that. And uh, it's not a very you know, interesting topic, interesting mm-hmm. in quote, like... And I cast out what's my business with people? Mm-hmm. I'm just a social media manager, I'm a software <laughs> developer. Yeah. I don't deal with demons and you know when we come to church, we just believe some of these things are exclusive of some guys who have spiritual power, the yeah. pastors, the prophets, the mm-hmm. and all of that. But then the truth is as a person we always come in contact with operations of demons. Yeah, because we are on the earth, we are they also operate now. So, the first thing we need to just know is what exactly we should need to contextualize demons, yeah, in itself. So, what, what, because not all the you know, when we talk about demonic manifestation, what we are expecting to see somebody mm, rolling, yeah, <laughs> because as we are having technology growing, the devil also is growing in its own, yeah, yeah. It. so you don't expect the devil to come to you and start saying, yeah, I am this, <laughs> all this stuff. So you know, demons naturally, you know, just going back to the to Genesis where we had how the devil fell and the hearts of people, yeah. his own disciples, angels, who fallen angels, angels, fallen angels, who now we describe as demons because the demonic affairs is just everything. What what tries to stop what God is trying to do? So there can be demonic affairs in a particular territory there can be demonic affairs in a particular place where so what is just saying is that okay let's go back to it's about a kingdom issue so you know the kingdom of god is what we have come into when we are saved as a person mm-hmm. so the implication is that whether you like it or not because you are now in the kingdom of god there's an alternate kingdom that will be waging war against you. Yes. So it's just like when you are, a, you are. There are two. You know, when we are, if you are Modakekewo in Nigeria, mm. as in whether you like it or not, there is war between Ife and Modakeke. Mm. So whatever kingdom you belong, it means you are expecting a repressive, an attack 
from Christ and Adam. Yeah. So it's just it's just how it is. So for me to now move from one kingdom into another kingdom, so it means that there are activities of the former kingdom that may want to still rule my my activities. So let's bring it to a practical practical sphere now. So you have come into the kingdom of God. There's a way that Christ has said we should do and live in this kingdom of God. Yeah. But it's a way you are used to when before you gave your life to Christ. Yeah. So that in itself is a war. Definitely. So you are battling with hope. How do I now lead this new kingdom? So there are times even you yourself, you'll be confronted with things that are not entirely with the will of God. Definitely. So like a, a, a Paul, a, a Peter rather, said to Jesus, ah, if you want to go? No, you will not go. If you die, we'll stop this, we'll stop. And Jesus said, get the behind me, Satan. Yeah. So he had to shut down that Satan inside yeah. of him. It was not that Peter was Satan, but the ideology. The ideology yeah. So now we have ideologists around, even in this 21st century, ideologists that are not of God. Yeah. Now it's affecting marriage, mm. affecting how we do business. You know? yeah. Now you see a, a man can marry a man and things, a whole lot of things that are going on. So it is your duty as a believer, mm. anywhere you are, that anything that is not according to the standard of God, you cast it out. Mm. So yeah. these, are, these are just painting a generic form of not looking for demons that you want to cast out. And yeah. So but as a believer, because you are now in a kingdom that is superior to every other kingdom, because like I shared recently with, with, with GC during the um, Connect service, so that where you are seated determines the things you can unseat. Yeah. So the authority you wear will determine the things you can control. And you have the finest authority in Christ. So a believer is coming, he said, you are now seated with Christ. And your life is in with Christ in God, Colossians 33. So once I am now seated with Christ in God, it means any other power, any other spirit that is not according to the will of God. I have the power to say to it, yeah. no, you cannot operate in this territory. Yeah. So and we need to start coming to this consciousness of, oh, I am just a supernatural mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. I'm not just a natural guy. So you see people in offices, people do sacrifices in offices. Mm-hmm. In my university those days, I remember, even lecturers, they do, they, you come and you meet, what is Ebo in, in English? Ebo. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. <laughs> and, you know, you meet stuff. So it means people are trying to do stuff. And some believers are afraid when they come in contact with such things. Mm. So, but when you have the understanding that I carry a power that is higher than this, I yeah. have authority. So, these things helps you to just walk in a supernatural. So, the thing is, I can be a software developer, but a supernatural software developer. Yeah. I can be a digital marketer, but a supernatural digital marketer. Yeah. So, I can take control of my environment. I can take control of things. And I think that's one of the reasons for, yeah. for this episode. That we're doing. I, would just, I, would, I want to add to what you said. You know, like the Bible says that, you know, maybe you are in the place of work and somebody is trying to make you lie mm-hmm. just to change numbers, change figures. Yeah. That is a demon in operation. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a demon in operation. Trying to sell you ideas. Yeah. Do this. You know, like the Bible says, for the because of our warfare are not carnal, mm-hmm. but they are mighty to God. Pulling down on strong yes. Those mind, those mindsets, those are operations of demons. If they are against the will of God, like you rightly said. Yeah. So I just let me let me mention yeah. that. So if you are able to, as a believer, you have the power to shut down, to to put those thoughts under subjection to the word of God. That's why a believer must, that's why I said, work out your salvation. You must work it out. And working out salvation doesn't mean that you know, it has to do with every activity that you engage in to ensure that your salvation is perfect. 
Do you understand? So that I just let me, let me mention See, that. So this is really interesting. And you know, while you both are talking, my, my thoughts are just everywhere. Like I can't even seem to be able to bring it out to a to a um to a center to I can't be able to feel like I can't seem to be able to centralize it and say, okay, this is where I'm going next. Because it just has me thinking that. So basically, as a believer, uh you're living in warfare. Yeah, true. You're living in warfare because you're constantly I mean, you're living in this world. I mean, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. Yeah. So you're constantly having to battle demons. Yeah. Right? Even in your everyday, day-to-day life. And I know somebody's watching this right now is just saying, oh, um, I'm battling demons my day-to-day life. And you know, like PFM has said, it is it is in the... Or like you have also said, like it's, it's even in the, um, the little things, like in your office... You know, with conversations that you have with your friends, having learning to shut down things that are not of God. You want to watch that video. You want to watch that video. Mm, that video, video. You want to go through. You want to sit down on Instagram and TikTok for three hours. Mm. Things that just, you know, um, so finding those things that are not feeding uh, the God in your life, basically in itself, is um, is is a is a warfare, and it's like you know, casting out demons, right? So I have a question and I don't know how to coin that question. So people would say, I know I feel like some people would ask, so how do I identify those those demons? How do I identify those thoughts, those actions, those things that are supposedly demons that I need to be fighting and casting out in my place of work, in my personal life? How? How do you identify it? How do you know that this is a demon that I should be? You know, I remember PFM said something that the devil is anything that is outside mm-hmm. of the thoughts of God or everything that has to be God. So how do you identify or how do you know what is God's and what okay. is not of God's, even beyond the obvious? Mm-hmm. Because there are things that seem good yeah. or you, I, I know you understand what, there are things that seem like yeah. But I'm not. Yeah. So how are you able to identify those and fight them and battle them and win as a poor? Okay. Uh let me give you this analogy. So we have white. Yeah. We have off white. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know white, pure white, you won't recognize you wouldn't that off white is not white. Yeah. So when they sell it to you, just say, ah, but you white you mm-hmm. whereas and you get to the next they'll still flog you. You didn't buy the white, you asked you to buy. You know, when we're in university, see people wearing different kinds of white in the lab. We have white and we have white. So I think as a believer, if you don't know God yeah. and everything about God, you, you can easily be deceived yeah. by things that look like God, that is not God. Remember the devil was in heaven. Mm-hmm. He was there. He was an archangel in heaven, archangel Lucifer. So he understands some operations in heaven that he can use to, you know, to make... That's why you are in, That's why the Bible says that in the last days there will be many, there will be false preachers. Yeah. That means that these people are from the church, teaching us like they are, they are, they are paying like, like angel of light, but they are not angel of light. You know, they are just having the form of godliness. And that's, and that's not what they are. So I, I, mean, I would say that you must know God Study the, study the scripture. Be faithful like our pastor told us. Be faithful. Be faithful with the word of God. You will know. So if, if, if there's any strange thing that is coming in, you will know. Not like in the body. Um, it's it's like the body system. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when 
um, is, is it called antigens, right? I've forgotten what the name yeah, is called. Yeah, so if a strange, um, a strange um, substance is coming into your body, then your body kind of, I, yeah, I, I read biology, I'm <laughs> your immune system produces some kind of substance that yeah, fights that, that strange, um, I think it's antigens, I think I'm correct. Fight, if you're watching, you can correct me. That fights that particular strange substance, mm-hmm. right? Because it's, they know that this is not part of us. Yeah. So by default, if you hear something that is not of God, because as a believer, as a believer, you are of God. Yeah. And you have overcome the world. Mm-hmm. So you are of God means that you're, you, you have been born of God. Do you understand? Yeah. You are born of God. There is a substance of God in you. In fact, your whole substance is of God. Yeah. So by default, if something strange is coming in, just you know, like the Bible says, the Bible says we are we are we are, we are born not of, corru- of of not of corruptible seed, yeah. right? Um, that live and abide forever. So if and the word of God is not corruptible. So if you have something that is corrupted, mm. trying to enter, you will not feel, you will not know that something is yeah. this thing is yes. not. Yes. No matter how no matter how nice it may look, like our pastor said. It can, let me, I'll leave him to talk about that anyways, but it can either be, there is good and there is God, yeah. like he shared with us. So, some things are actually good, but they are not God. Mm-hmm. So, you must go for the God. If it may sound nice, yeah. but go for the right thing. So, if he, if a strange object is actually coming, you would know when to, you know that this is not from God, and you'll be quick to shut it down. Uh, that, that's where you're not casting out the demons. Demons, yes, interesting mm-hmm. stuff. Okay. Awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah, so I, I still take that conversation from. I was just trying to have a picture of the two kingdoms. So if you are in the UK, you know there's a culture, there's a life mm-hmm. in the UK, and when you are in Nigeria, there's a culture, there's a life in Nigeria. So once you see somebody who relocates to UK from Nigeria, you know you may you may start maybe the driving in Nigeria is correct. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. you go to a country where they drive right. You know you know, you now start adjusting. So, when now I'll tie this back to the local church. Now, when you when you are a believer who is consistent with the local church, mm-hmm. it means that you are being trained in the culture of the kingdom that you belong now. Yeah. Yeah. So, when you relocate to UK, you now start understanding the culture of UK. So you no longer see people who are driving on the particular mm-hmm. left hand side. You now see people who are driving on the right hand side. Now it will be so easy to spot a misnomer. When you see somebody who is now driving on the left yeah. in the UK, everybody just naturally mm-hmm. looks like, what, what's going on here? So it means that there's a culture of the kingdom that you have been taught and you have been fed in the correct local church. So once there are operations that is not in line, you just know, you just know yeah. that there's something here not right. So there's something here not right. That's what Jesus just did with, with, with Peter. Like, no, 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 this is not right. This is not in line with why I have come. Mm. So when you are in the local church where you are being fed correctly, you just know that these are things that is not in line with this kingdom that I am already a part of. Yeah. So kingdom culture is everything we are really yeah. thinking about in the scripture. So we want to really let how do we operate in this kingdom of God. Mm. So when you begin to see the things that they are not just, it's not just aligning with this kingdom that we have. You just know, somebody just tells you that it doesn't matter, a man can marry a man. You just know that no, this one is not this. You know, somebody just comes to you, and I've had experiences, right, where I see people who, who seemingly may be very religious, and they just come around, they want to do some things. I want to do, okay, like I think I shared this somewhere I went to preach. 
So I, I wanted to, I wanted, I had some money. I think sometimes in 2016, thereabouts, I was doing my master's program uh, in the University of Ibadan. And I had this money, and I was thinking, I just wrote a book there, so I, I made sales. So Ooh. I wanted to invest. <laughs> I was looking to what I could invest the money into and all of that. So I was like, okay. So there was a friend who said his uncle, a uh, uncle, uh, was into maybe we could buy a bike. Okay. So we start, we give it to somebody who will be doing like a daily returns mm -hmm. and all okay. of that. Fantastic idea. So immediately I wanted to put my money into that. I just felt the restraint. I just didn't feel to. I just. I, I, I restricted myself from doing that. I, I stayed back. They just after saying I was not going to do that, the my friend now came back to me. I was like, oh, Femi, after my uncle, there's nothing he ever puts his money in. And you think there's something going on that there's nothing he ever puts money into like it would get consumed. Mm. I was like, oh, really? And you never mentioned this to me. I was going to put all of my money into this. So you know. There are just instances that, like that, that you know, just like our last episode talking about um, understanding the, the Holy Spirit and all of that. So you just you just get to know that this thing is against, it's against this kingdom. It's against yeah. something. Yeah. There's there's a knowing that just comes with it, yeah. and it's just time. And then don't let's forget there's the place of the actual casting out of demons. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you yeah. see somebody who is really manifesting. Yeah. And I think we need to bring believers into the place where we are not afraid. I used to be afraid. <laughs> I've shared it with you guys many times. I'll see it, I'll just excuse myself. This is not for me. But then we have the authority actually to yeah. say to demons that they should leave and they will leave the body. Especially for those believers who are already who already speak in the language of the spirit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So because the same spirit, the same power, the same authority that gave you ability yes. to speak in tongues is the same that can raise the dead. It's the same spirit that can heal cancer. It's the same spirit that can cast out the demon. Yeah. But because we just in our head, we just believe a demon is higher <laughs> and these other things are lower. Yeah. But then we have that power in us to just say to demon, be yeah. out and be out. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, I, and I think the reason people are afraid or are not fully manifesting in this uh, capacity like it's the wrong doctrine you know the, the, yeah. way, the way we've been fed for a very long time and i think thank god for the new generation of um, of teachers of the world yeah you know that are now opening our eyes to this yeah thank you so much let awesome. me just mention that awesome. um <laughs> i'm so lost for words because they have you have see Two pastors in one show. <laughs> they have said it, have said it all. I mean, there's nothing I even want to say right now that that would, you know, further elaborate what we're talking about. So maybe I'll just share an experience or two. Uh, so speaking of demons, you know, I didn't quite understand the. See, there were a lot of things I didn't understand before, and I, I'm just grateful to God for the family I have now, or the fact that I have a foundation, a new foundation in Christ now, and you know, a lot of things are becoming clear or clearer. You know, there were a lot of things I didn't understand. Like even when you even like become a believer and start to take Jesus seriously, there are a lot of things that you would understand if you don't learn, if you don't listen, if you don't study. The word, you know, it took me a while to understand because certain things will just happen or will just happen to me, and I will not even understand mm. why or where. You know, it's one thing to pray, but it's one thing to actually pray the right prayer, to pray the correct thing, you know. And then when you listen to when I when you listen to um seasoned preachers, when you listen to the likes of um, you know, um, Papa Kenneth Hagen, very, very big on the believer's authority. 
when you listen to um, Priscilla Shera, you know, very, very big on prayer and warfare. And you just listen to those people and you'll be like, wait, what? So I actually do have the authority. I'm actually in a, in a war. I'm actually fighting a constant war between myself and the other kingdom. Like Ephraim has said, you're in your kingdom. There's always going to be a battle between your kingdom and the other kingdom. So that makes me a soldier mm. in my own kingdom, mm. fighting against the soldiers from the other kingdom. Yeah. And those other soldiers are demons. You know, I've learned to see, I've learned to see everything as spirits, even up to headaches. I see headaches as spirits. I see sicknesses as spirits. So for me, if I'm praying against the headache, praying against the sickness, I'm casting out a spirit. I'm casting out a demon. So it comes down to all those all those little little things and I've I've learned and I'm still learning really really learning to understand that certain things that happen to me that are outside of what God says about me mm-hmm. are spirits and are demons that I need to cast out I'm sick I need to cast it out I need to ask the spirit of sickness to leave my body I need to ask the spirit of the headache to leave my body insomnia lack of sleep spirits get out all of those things have to True. so I think if we understand that as believers, and then we now come into the place of understanding our authority as believers, life will be much better. We need to emphasize that. I just sensed that. Okay. We need to emphasize the fact that the truth is there are many people, even young people, who are going through um, experiences that are demonic. Mm. Yeah. You know, all now capped under some touch language like uh, mm. depression, mm. mental health issues. Mm. Demonic experiences are real. And, and I know some of our viewers here, if you're mm. under such, you know, such that, you know, things happen at night. Like two days ago, three days ago, I just felt something came into my room. I I, I woke up. I woke up. I, I just took up my duvet. Like, what are these guys? I just slept back. I didn't even didn't pray. I didn't do anything. And I woke up late, I was now looking for what was that thing that came here, you know. <laughs> now, that could have been a major issue for somebody. Now, I've had people share with me how they have different experiences at night. But the truth of what we are saying to you is you can't stop it. So, if you are listening to us and you are going through some some experiences, you can explain spiritual. Oh, all you need to have is Jesus. Once you stay in the place of your salvation and you can say to it, be gone, be gone. Now, all you need to cast out a demon is just the word of God. Mm. Yeah. So, all you, that's all you need to do it. He said, for those who believe, Mark 16 from 15 to 18, yeah. he said, I'll give you authority that you shall have the power to cast out demons. So whatever operations, whatever things that may be going through, you may be going through your life and you know you are having some experiences you can't explain, you can put a stop to it just through the name of Jesus and say to it, be God and it will be God. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to quickly say something. When PFM spoke about that sleeping at night thing experiences, so it just reminded me of something. You know, when, how do I put this now? That will be miscommunicated. <laughs> so, um, now, the devil in, in, in himself is a strategist. He has his strategies, which is why our strategies are, and our, we do because our warfare are, you know, the word of God and prayers. Now, when you cast out a demon and that demon goes, right, I've had that sleeping at night experiences. There was a time I used to have, very, very recently, I used to have, when I'm sleeping, I literally hear screams, very loud screams in my head, and I just wake up. 
very loud, like shrieking screams. And I just wake up and, you know, talking about it, I got to know that for me, I was looking for, like he said, looking for a terminology to describe, make it psychological and see if it was something that could be worked on, you know, psychologically or medically. But when I got to understand that this thing was a demonic attack and I started treating it as such, casting out the demon and asking the demon to leave my body because it doesn't belong there, it worked. Now, the fact that you casted out a demon or you prayed about something and he goes, don't forget that the devil is a strategist. He would try to re-strategize and come back. That's why some people say, oh, I prayed. He went, he came back again. That is why it is very important that you're consistent yeah. in your prayer. You're consistent in practicing, studying the word of God. I didn't experience it for a, for a long time, for weeks, months. And then one day, it came back again. It always looks for vulnerable moments. Yeah. Another thing, looks for vulnerable moments to come back. It came back at a very, very vulnerable time when I knew that, okay, my energy was down. I couldn't, you know, I didn't have as much energy as I would usually have, you know, to pray and cast out demons. But then again, I realized that even, I don't even have to stand up and scream and shout at it, although there are times when you're so angry and you just scream at the thing that, you know. But I just, that night, I just told myself that, you see, this demon, I am not doing this with you tonight. I am going to sleep, and I am going to sleep. I think I went to bed around about 2.30 a.m. or so. I sent her a message that morning. You know, I couldn't, I just told, I, I was going to sleep. I just prayed in the spirit. The Holy Spirit told me to just pray in tongues for a few minutes. Prayed in tongues for a few minutes. I said I was going to bed, and that was it. I went to bed. And from then till now, I've not had that experience. Yeah. anymore you know so it, it just i just let to let someone know because consistency is important if you're going to continually operate and work in these things you need to be consistent you need to be consistent your fire keeps you know cause you have to keep your fire has to keep burning and yes there are times where it seems like your fire is going out you're feeling weak you're feeling tired that is why you have uh that takes us back to the local church as well that's why you have you know the guardian of believers you have your friends i call them supernatural friends you have your supernatural friends call them to get you charged up get someone to pray with or for you and with time you know you just get your energy and your vibe back so awesome awesome time i really enjoyed this episode to be honest I didn't know what to expect with this episode, <laughs> but I, I will, I've really enjoyed myself. I really enjoyed myself, and I'm so glad that I have both of you yeah. in today's episode. And I think I'm going to have both of you in next week's episode as well, because next week's topic is actually really interesting. We are going to be talking about gospel music. What really is gospel music? What that thing that you think is gospel music? Is it really gospel music, or are you fooling yourself? Anyways, don't forget, as always, you can catch all our messages on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, and Google Podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And you can join us on site every Sundays at 9 a.m. at Elomar's Hotel, 3 slash 5 Emmanuel Street, Maryland, Lagos. It's been an amazing time. Thank you, guys. So yeah, much absolutely. Thank you. For coming. Great. And I will see you. Yes, you. You. I'll see you in episode six. Bye for now.